With relentless drive and newfound spirit, Darnell's best and brightest decision was to bring high-end fine dining to short order cooking in Louisville, Kentucky. In 2012, Darnell began a series of pop-up restaurants serving breakfast within existing restaurants that only served lunch and dinner. This innovative approach led Darnell to open up his first Super Chef's restaurant in 2015. Simple Eaters, welcome back to Simple East Podcast. Thanks for joining me right here on the platform. We're hanging with L, my boy L, and we are moving on to part two for the Super Chef's interview. Hope you guys enjoy this. Identify in the culinary world to what they were trained around. Mm-hmm. You know, saying whereas for me, I just I was just trained by chefs as far as skills go. But when it came to flavors, it came to creations and stuff like that. I, I'm in my own lane. Like, I really just go off my own thoughts and beliefs. So therefore, I have my own identity. So when you see my food, you know that's chef's food. You know that's my food. Sure. Because he, went, I would do something that's that's different than you've heard of before. You know, what I'm saying where a lot of people may do what they know. Yeah. As for me, you like. What you said he did what? Yeah. I wouldn't think about putting it together. Like, oh, that's, that must be darn else. Right, right, right. You know, so that show, man, it just realized that I'm as good as the great ones. You know, nice. I kind of downplayed myself. I was like, oh, man, these dudes is going to James Beard next week. You know, they're doing all this stuff. The ladies on James Beard Award. The one where I, lost, I went on one in the finale, she went James Beard Tour for celebrity chefs. Oh, wow. And I see that right at the show, and I'm like, sheesh. She was talking about what she like. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Wow. This is going to be a long one, but I just couldn't believe I won. But then after that, I was like, you know, everything's for me. I, I had to remind myself, like, I still got a gift here. It's a gift. It ain't really, it ain't really just about technique. It's about what you have inside you. And, it's, and the important thing about it is everyone has their own special, special, unique story. Mm-hmm. And that's what you can bring to the table as well. And once you know that, you know, you're in your own lane. Yeah. You know, just keep focused and keep doing that. It's pretty dope. What, what was the actual dish that you uh, prepared for your last? Oh, for the last finale? Yeah, for the um, last finale. We had to do a Thanksgiving spread in three hours, which was enough time, but still a lot of time. So when you think, like, oh, three hours, that's a long time. So I did a Nashville, well, I did a, I called it Louisville, but I okay. did a Nashville hot turkey. Oh, nice. Um, buttermilk, uh, marinated it, and uh, dredged it, floured it, and uh, put it in a deep fryer. And then I made my Nashville hot seasoning with the oil and everything. Let that bloom on the stove for a second. Um, then spread it on it when it came out. I did greens Ooh. as well, which I think I cooked the best greens in the world. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's just, you got to taste them. Because I feel like I grew up in greens my whole entire I got to come to your restaurant. Yeah. And we got, <laughs> in Alabama, we got the greens. Okay. Because uh, we do dinner there. Um, so they're the best greens in the world. And mm-hmm. I would say that only because I eat greens my whole life. I've never been a fan of greens. Okay. Um, and it's usually because they lack, I'm a flavor person. I got I got to taste the flavor. And then the greens, you taste the green. You can say it's a ham hock or something like that. You know, the earthiness that comes from the meat that you'll put in some smoked meat or something inside of it. Yeah. But that's not my flavor palette. You know, so I'm more like spicy, sweet, mm. bright flavors. Like I like to actually taste it. So my greens are like sweet and sour kind of. Okay. You um, like Thai food? Hmm? You like Thai food? Favorite food is Asian. So Thai is right there. Okay. There we Asian go. Asian by far. 
Nice. And so we judged the competition at the Presbyterian Hospital yesterday. And there's a Thai restaurant. There's one of the 16 restaurants there. And I'm thinking like, man, uh, you got the inside connect with me. Yeah. <laughs> I love Chinese. I love, not Chinese. I love Asian food. You know? yeah. I was a chef in the Olympics for three months. Oh, uh, nice. And we were in Beijing. This one was in Beijing in 08. Mm-hmm. So being there for three months changed everything for me. I was like, oh my God, this food is just, and I like authentic. You know, I'm not going to go get some general size out the middle of the wall. Right, sure. Right, right. I mean, if they sample it for free, try it. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. you know, for me, I love Asian cuisine, so I did that. And then I did a love sweet potato um, casserole. So I did a sweet potato and russet potato duchesse potato. Ooh, nice. Um, try to mix it together so you get both the flavors because people love mashed potatoes and gravy. Right. So let me mix those. Let me mix sweet potato casserole with mashed potatoes. Nice. And kind of come up with a duchesse, which is a egg-enriched baked potato. Nice. Um, and then... I had do a dessert she threw on us at the last minute. So I did a banana pudding ice cream cake. Okay. Um, and I don't do desserts. So it's the one area I've never got into. Mm. And it's usually, uh, I'm not a fan of dessert. I mean, I like eating them. Oh, but my make, favorite thing Making them. Yeah, it's just so tedious. But actually, you, you was a pastry chef for a little bit too, right? No, um, I worked, uh, I went to culinary arts school for a little bit. And then um, I worked for a pastry uh, a chef as like part of my internship. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, so I wasn't a pastry chef, but I was exposed to it. And it was my favorite part. Uh, one thing I did like about it was that it, it was cold in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> the regular, I mean, just the regular in the kitchen, working in the kitchen is, you like it, you know, I, I understand what they meant, like, you can't take the heat, get out the kitchen. Yeah, people think that's a at-home thing, it's not a at-home. No. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. not a restaurant. Oh, though. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, it's just desserts, I've never been a, a fan of, um, I like detail-oriented stuff, but I okay. don't like measuring. I like to just cook because mm. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. And I like just build the flavors and stuff like that, so. That's why I disconnect from desserts is because but, you have to have a recipe. You have yeah. to know what you're doing. Yeah. And there's a lot of money though in, in desserts because the probably you know it's just eggs, milk, sugar, you know. Yeah. You sound then, like a breakfast restaurant. <laughs> 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 See, you sound like you're on a breakfast restaurant now. See? That's what I went with. I mean I was working at Proof on Main, it was one of the best new restaurants in America by Condonest that year. Okay. And I was running breakfast. Okay. And I hadn't seen the menu yet. I cooked everything, but I haven't had my eyes on me because usually don't show you. You don't need the menu when you first start. You sure. need to understand what you're cooking. And when I seen what they were charging, I was like, I can do this better for less. Wow. And mm. not always better as I'm better than them, but better. Like, I can do different. Mm-hmm. And I can charge less than this and still make a lot of money. Wow. And that's when I started thinking of my own restaurants. Like, uh, they're making it. They're just doing eggs and grits. And this is, I just thought it was so many possibilities. That's dope, man. That's dope. You went the Amazon route. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's chop, chop the prices, yeah. make something special. Pretty dope. Yeah. yeah um, I, I think I, I worked, I think, for about a year or two in this bakery called Toulouse Bakery. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever been to it. It's down in uh, East Village. It's a pastry, pastry spot. And that was, that was pretty, uh, that was a nice experience for a little bit. But again, it goes back to pricing, too. You know, it was really, especially gluten-free. Gluten-free is really expensive. Yes. But that was that was definitely a nice experience. Um, so when you head back, you, you're going to be uh, you heading back to Alabama, right? Yeah, I'll go to Nashville, then go to Alabama, and then go back to Louisville Tuesday, uh, then go to Oklahoma, then go back, then go to LA on oh, wow. Sunday. So I'm always traveling. So one of people, I think, like people see stuff from social media, see me travel, and I'm like, he has a life. <laughs> but I would much rather be at home. Yeah, you know. And I thought that you know, growing up, you want to travel a lot. Um, you want to do a lot of things, but for me, my ch- when I grew up and I started learning from being homeless, I started little things mattered a lot more than I thought it was 
I thought it was going to. Um, so now it's just like, I like to be home with my kids and wife. <laughs> Absolutely. You have a big family too, right? Huge family. You cook with everyone? No. No? I don't have patience with family cooking. So if my partner <laughs> can have his kids in the restaurant, right? Slow times. Mm -hmm. You have his kids in the restaurant, have them on the line with them, little kids, tiny, like four, three, and like seven. Have them on the line with him, have them cooking with him. He can do it all, and he's just so good with them. Wow. I'm the total opposite. Really? Like, I don't have no time for this. Like, they just, <laughs> my, I don't know if it's just my kids. I'm just like, man, I can't do this right now. So I think that, my, but it also comes down to my thing is I'm more the food person out of our, our relationship. Like, I'm the one who's, I'm just all about the food, the, the ingredients, the, the procedures, everything. He's the bigger picture. He's not really, that's not his thing yeah. as much. Say so he's a chef, but we know our differences. Oh, he's, he's a chef in, too. Yeah, he's in the, oh, pretty cool. he's, but he has his own chef line now. So he's more into the chef coach design. That's where he's branched out, and that's his own mm -hmm. walk in life he wants to do. It'll be the next big chef company, big chef work company. Uh huh. Um, and actually, I wrote my coat yesterday. Like my, all my chef coats now, all have hoods on them. What's so, the name? What's the name of his chef line? Chef to impress. Chef to impress. Cool. Yeah. And that's so, that's all. That's his website as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sure you know. Oh, come on. You got to know that. I know. Man. <laughs> I don't go on this website. I get everything. Uh, I get, I'm the test dummy. So I get to just uh, try it all out myself. But you said uh, you, your, your chef coat has, has, a, has a hood on it? Yes. So I told him, I was like, man, I want to I be like a boxer. And I still love <laughs> That's sports. That's pretty nice. Yeah. Right. You know, we already got, and I thought we got boxers come out in chef coats, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely. They come out with these jackets when they get made up. They don't box in that. Sure. You know, so I was like, I want to actually add a hood to it. But his website is rock. R O C K Chef Two with the number and then impress Chef to impress Rock Chef to impress. Okay, cool. Um, but like mine's all have like hoods on now, so I can just put the hood up some time, and that's just showing our identity. Our code is to be able to show our culture in a bright, in a bright way, you know. Mm. And doing the TV and everything like that. My main thing is, I haven't seen people who look like me on the high level TV. Mm -hmm. I have the, the accreditations behind them, and my accreditation all comes from people, not really from awards, mm. but. I haven't seen it yet. So a part of my major goal is to have that be a, one of the first really mainstream in the sense of, that doesn't mean I'm not everyday with people, but mainstream, the same way that guy may be, or the same way Gianna may be, but shows our type of food. That's all my food's urban eclectic. It has to represent where I come from. Absolutely. But I've been everywhere now. Mm -hmm. I've learned so much. Now I've elevated that to my own version of it. So now I'm just very well. You gotta go to Asia, man. Oh man. You gotta go to Asia. I think That's Vietnam it. would probably be my next my next uh, trip so and once yeah. you get over there everything's cheap to fly from one place to the next you just gotta get over there first yeah like, we were chopping all the chefs when the Olympics was over they all stayed on that side of the country that side that side of the world and just traveled mm -hmm. to different little places because the flights were a hundred dollars from, wow. from uh, there to Hong Kong Hong Kong to Thailand you know it's yeah. so cheap to go when you're already in Asia so you go over there just map it out simple eaters hope you guys enjoyed the episode on the next episode of simple eats we'll continue our discussion with darnell super chef ferguson and talk more about his journey and what you should whip together with your leftovers after thanksgiving simple eaters always remember live healthy you want to eat with a purpose that's right make sure you head to the description in this podcast and Click those links and follow my boy L and follow Super Chef. 
Peace out, guys. I'm Chef T. See you on the next one. Part three. Peace. Oh, thank you.